morning, everyone. Uh, as we look um, at our reading, and um, on this first day of Lent, the church offers us some guidance on how to live the whole holy season. And we are asked, as St. Paul puts forward, to accept the grace of this time, uh, not to let it pass in vain, because uh, St. Paul says, today is the day of salvation and of joy. In the gospel, Jesus shows us the attitude we need to adopt, insisting on the proper inner understanding, disposition as we call it, and showing us the means by which our intentions will be purified. And, uh, and that really ultimately will come by having a real relationship with his Father. Ultimately, that's what he wants for all of us. And uh, this passage helps us to understand Jesus' own will. He did nothing to be admired by people. But in all things, he sought to please only his heavenly Father. In the Gospel, Jesus speaks of uh, three very strong religious practices of great importance in his time and in our time, almsgiving, prayer, and fasting. And he warns us to be careful of the tendency that sometimes happens with each one of them. Oftentimes, we do something good. Uh, the desire is to be praised and admired by others. Uh, and uh, Jesus says, no, 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 not that. Don't do that. That spoils uh, what's going on. But any praise we receive really uh, uh, is false. So we seek it from other people. Uh, and uh, uh, it's sometimes for our own satisfaction. Well, I'm doing this so I can feel better. Well, okay. Well, that's our self-praiseworthiness. And that doesn't really work well with our Lord. Um, on the other hand, such an attitude closes us up in ourselves and in our self-importance. And on the other hand, it makes us dependent on the judgment of others. I know you guys don't want that, do you? Do you want to rely on the judgment of others? Because if that was the case, oh my, <laughs> we'd all be in trouble, wouldn't we? Hmm? To think of what only other people think of us and should they want to praise us and admire us, uh, that is a, a tiring business for sure. Jesus asks us to do good for love of him and for his Father and for his glory, and he shows us the way to do it. And ultimately, he shows us by living in relationship to his Father and walking in holiness and doing all that his Father has asked. Uh, if we are in our right relationship with Jesus, we will do what is good in a more perfect way. Uh, we look to the Father for his loving smile, as it were, regarding our our good actions and deeds. And Jesus does not hesitate to say, and your Father who sees you in secret will repay you. This does not mean that we perform good actions or deeds in order to receive a reward um, out of, of our own interest, if you will, uh, but rather because we are seeking to love our Lord and to love others as Jesus commanded. Um, so our attitude this Lenten season must be uh, to live our faith, our religion, if you will, in such a way that our Father in heaven will be glorified. And uh, when our Heavenly Father sees our deeds in secret, he will repay us 100-fold. He is very generous, and uh, we will never be able to outdo him in his generosity. It, these external things, of course, have their importance in their own way, but we must always discern and evaluate them. Huh? We can only accomplish a little let us accomplish a little, but let us do so in the love of the Lord. Huh? This is as 
so much greater worth than doing a lot and seeking the praise of other people. In prayer and fasting and almsgiving, let us do what we can humbly, sincerely and in God's presence, meaning for him to see in the ways, and let us do this in the ways that Jesus went about doing things. Whenever we get mixed up, I mean, just go back. Okay, let me go back to the scripture. Let me see what Jesus did. Um, that's different from when people would remember, okay, well, what do you think Jesus would do? <laughs> and I move that statement away. I just go to the scriptures to see um, how he acted. And uh, uh, it was always uh, uh, to give his father glory. Huh? And uh, in this way, we will be worthy of the recompense Jesus um, assures us of. My friends, um, one of the things about the season of Lent uh, if you guys don't know, Father Mark is navigationally challenged. That means I get lost everywhere I go. I still use my GPS to go to Uptown, <laughs> to Safeway. <laughs> and you know, I just learned how to do the sneaky way, avoiding 16. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows this. I have two GPSs in my car in case one of them fails. <laughs> because Father Mark will be lost in some parking lot somewhere calling people. And of course, you know what they say, well, where are you? Well, I'm lost. I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> what direction are you going in? Seriously, you're going to ask someone who's navigationally challenged, what direction? Are you going north or south? I have no idea. <laughs> I bring this up because lots of people have maybe not the severe experience that Father Mark has of getting lost while driving and a wrong turn here and a wrong turn there and another down the road leaves at least me driving around in circles and desperately looking for a sign that would help me to reorient myself. And um, the same thing can happen in our life as Christians and as disciples. We need that sign that will guide us back to an honest following of our Lord. And Lent is that sign for us. So let us not waste the grace given in this holy season of Lent to follow the Lord with all of our hearts and all of our minds. And my friends, um, someone asked me, I don't understand, why, why would God want this? Why? Well, one of the things uh, we learn from our scriptures is that God's ways are very different from ours and uh, beyond our understanding. And we see much of this in the Old Testament and even in the New Testament. And um, Jesus, being the Son of God, knows the ways of his heavenly Father. So he taught his disciples about God, the Father, and his ways. And uh, today's reading is part of that uh, teaching from the Sermon of the Mount. And uh, uh, Matthew tells us that Jesus promulgates the law of God and uh, has promulgated uh, the way that Moses, or the way that God did to Moses. And uh, Jesus' own teaching is on par and actually fulfills the laws. And uh, his teaching is for us as it was for the disciples of his time. And uh, he talks about um, these Lenten uh, disciplines, we call it, almsgiving, prayer, and fasting. And uh, he says, you know, be careful when you do these things. Do so so that only my Father sees. And don't worry about if other people see us doing that. And... Uh, my friends, uh, we do this uh, to make room for God, fasting and almsgiving, because he's asked us to care for other people, right? 
and uh, in prayer, um, what he's getting at is uh, we come and we pray publicly, but he said you must pray also in private. And he said that's what he said. Don't let people see you doing that. He said do that in secret. Go, he said go into your inner room, and it means just in a room where no one else is, and make your prayer known to your heavenly father in secret. So Jesus was often in the synagogue. He doesn't have a problem with public prayer, but he says you must do more than that. You must talk to your father all the time. 